Bienvenido, amigos. Welcome back to the spot here in Culver City, California, for the next mind-blowing chapter of Mexico Strikes Back, here on Tales of the Extraordinary. Los Angeles is burning. Mexican soldiers hold the city hostage. The military is powerless to stop them. Well, maybe not powerless, just rather indecisive. Only two men dare to do something about it. Famed explorer, Little Dickie Broughton, and police officer Mike Sullivan have rocketed their way into the city. Literally. They have made their way to Paramount Studios, currently under siege by Mexican forces. These same forces now celebrate the Day of the Dead in the Hollywood Cemetery, blocking our heroes' access to the fortress beyond. We take you there now. All I've got is a gun in my fists. I'm pretty sure I could take about ten of them. I'm fairly certain I could pummel a dozen or more myself, but that would still leave us with quite a sizable force. Maybe a distraction of some sort. The burning barrels trick? Not exactly a plethora of those lying around. The rocket packs? Out of juice. They have been rendered expensive rocks at this point. We've got to get into Paramount somehow. Ah, I've got it. There is an ancient Aztec myth about a beautiful female apparition who wails or something like that. Very frightening, like a banshee. I could wander in and make them believe that I am the return of that horrible spirit. As they run in terror, you could... Stop, uh, stop. You are neither a woman nor beautiful. Says you. There are just too many of them. Hold on. There are really too many. Uh, Yes, you just said that. No, I mean, if they are all here celebrating and getting pissed up, then who's guarding the front gate? Well, uh... Oh, my. You, Officer Sullivan, are a genius. How long does this party go on? All night. We don't have much time. The sun will be up within the hour. Come on, then. Back in the truck. Meanwhile, in the streets of downtown Los Angeles, a shadowy figure stalks through the darkness. His journey ends in a ring of light emanating from a burning oil drum, kept company by a wrinkled wraith of a man with unusually pointy ears. Hello, Myrtle. Ah, the unknown. My old nemesis. It was foolish of you to come here alone. Get him, boys. Boys? I killed all your henchmen, remember? What are you going to do, send these rats to nibble at my boots? Ah, right. Sorry. Force of habit. Is this your new lair? A cardboard box in an alley? Merely a pit stop towards my soon-to-be-reclaimed greatness. You'll see. One day, Mad Myrtle Madigan will be again the biggest force for iniquity on the West Coast. And I'll be there again to bring you down and watch it all burn. Why have you come here? To gloat? To crush my will like you did my organization? To finish the job? You're deluded, Myrtle. You're lucky I even remember your name. I'm here for information. So I am nothing to you but a stoolie. I, your greatest arch enemy. Yeah, I would have gone to Van Owen, but I left him stranded in France. And if he's smart, he'll stay there. I want to know about the Mexicans. Ah, yes. Our new overlords. I am merely biding my time before I gather my forces and rise up against them. Myrtle! Fine. I I have no forces. I know. You killed them all. Every last one. But, But the final seven, my most elite warriors, almost had you. There were only four. Fine. Four. 
and one of them was in a wheelchair. I loved him for his mind. Yet I got him to roll down an open manhole. Yes, yes, it was hilarious. But I'll have you know that I have been posting bills on telephone poles throughout the city. It's only a matter of time before... I just floated down the Los Angeles River for an hour from the valley. I am not in a good mood. Tell me what you know or I'll kill your hench rats, too. All right, all, all right. They invaded two days ago, just sprung up out of nowhere like you always do. Next thing we knew, the city was under martial law with curfews and patrols. It's like I would have done and will do once I regain my former glory. Yeah. Great. So who is their leader? And where can I find him? Oh, good luck. He hasn't shown himself yet, but word on the streets is that there is a heavily guarded compound down in that new Miracle Mile area. If I were a megalomaniacal tyrant bent on domination, as I am, it sounds like the kind of place I would be most at home. A high-security compound surrounded by heavily armed guards. <laughs> yes, I would like that a lot. If you still had any henchmen left. Oh, now you're just being mean. True. Thanks for the lead, Myrtle. Oh, and I promised, if you and your organization ever threaten this city again, I will be there at every turn to stop you. Th thank you, my friend. That... That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Is this the front gate? I believe so. It looks different. Like an actual fortress. Never underestimate the power and speed of Hollywood set builders, eh? Let's hurry this up before this place floods with soldiers. Did you just knock on the door? Well, why not? What? You, you think they're just going to come down and answer the heavily fortified gate? You never know till you try. They aren't going to... Who is it? Ah! Good evening, madam. My traveling companion and I seek asylum within your walls. I'm sorry. No hablo espanol. Excuse me? We didn't speak any espanol, woman. We aren't Mexicans. Well, how do I know that? But why don't you just open up your peephole down here and you'll see. I'm as British as they come, and my friend here fancies himself an Irishman. What is that supposed to mean? Oh, come now, you Americans and your fascination with your heritage. Every St. Paddy's Day you become amateur drunks and declare yourself Irish. I am Irish. No, you're not. If you were really Irish, you wouldn't be so proud of it. Just because your ancestors stumbled off a boat and spawned a horde of children doesn't mean Hello! that... Hello! Look, lady, you let us in now before the Mexicans come back, or else you'll have our blood on your hands. Well, you don't have to be so dramatic. The boss said that it's a closed set. No one gets in or out. Listen, ma'am. What's your name? Anita. Anita Goodagent. Okay, look, Anita, I... I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Anita Goodagent. I had it legally changed when I became an actress. It was the boss's idea. Christina Cristalina Cortina just wasn't showbiz enough, he said. Oh, sweet Mary. We're dealing with actors here, Sullivan. They aren't on the same plane of reality. It's like talking to Moon. You know Randolph? What? 
Yes, yes, we, we are good friends with Randolph Moon. Really? What are your names, please? I am Richard Broughton, world-renowned explorer extraordinaire. And I'm Detective Solomon of the L.A. Police. Thanks a bunch. Now, if you will just wait one moment, please, I will just ask the boss and be right back. What? Uh, hey, we don't have a moment. Too late. She's gone. Wonderful. Maybe this Paramount thing wasn't such a good idea after all. Now don't look at me. It wasn't my idea. Yes, it was. It was your idea. You Hello! Still here, but I think I could see some people coming, so if you could hurry this up, hmm? The boss told me to let you both in. Great! Open the door! Oh, I'm afraid the door doesn't actually open. It was built rather suddenly, you see. The set department didn't have time for this Just let us in! Oh, right. Please stand on the X mark to your left. The what? Ah, look. A big white X on the ground. Hmm, how odd. All right, my lady. I am here. Now what? Hold still and try not to move. I say, what sort of horrible thing... Uh-oh. What the hell? Rotten? Where'd he go? Oh, that's our security system. His name is Reason. Up here, mate. Your friend's fine. Stay right where you are and I'll grab you too. Oh, sweet. Sorry for the ride, mates. Didn't mean to frighten you with me hockey straps. I have no idea what you just said. Are you Sully? Uh, yeah, sure. Who wants to know? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Reason Shipling, professional extreme athlete. Really? What kind of sport was that? A little something I call bungee diving, mate. It's huge back in New Zealand. But I'm not the one who wanted to meet you. <laughs> Get me! What? How? You... All right, all right, slow down. I, I thought you were in France with a... Little Dicky, Sully. Randolph. Moon? <gasps> I'm so confused. Welcome to my fortress. Hold on, you are the boss here? Yeah, weird story. Try us. Well, we were in the middle of filming a movie when the craziness outside happened. The director fled, so I took it upon myself to rally the troops, so to speak. Who are all these people? Well, extras mostly. Don't worry, those are prop guns. Just don't tell the Mexicans. These ladies here are my personal guard. All dressed like harem girls? Well, we were shooting the shadow of the Sheik, where I play a ravishing young Turk who hides from the law inside of a seraglio. Seraglio. Eventually, they all fall for me, and the spectacular fighter ups. Or it would have been if we'd finished it. Yes, I'm sure. Look, Moon, we aren't here for a social call, although I will be requiring some sauce soon. Ah, Sully, always so refined. Stuff it. Nothing. I'm not thrilled to see you guys alive and back in America, but we came here to stop this invasion. You and Dickie? <laughs> you say I have delusions of grandeur. We need to find the Colonel, Fortunado, and put an end to this insanity. <laughs> It is you who are insane if you think you have a chance. Who's this broad? This is my friend. Contessa? You know each other? The Contessa de Ville, aye. We go back many years, don't we, my dear? This is true. My family funded many of Richard's early expeditions. Oh, is this the guy who almost got eaten by cannibals? One and the same. I thought I asked you not to tell anyone about that. 
Well, this day just gets odder and odder. What are you doing here, Contessa? I can help you there. After Gatsby and I had some trouble in New York a couple weeks back... New York? Long story. Remind me to tell you sometime. Uh, On second thought, no. It's too embarrassing. (laughs) Calm down, Gats. What's wrong? Needless to say, a reason in the Contessa saved us, and we traveled together back to L.A. To show my gratitude, I got her a gig here as a consultant on the movie. Movie about Turks and harems? Thank you. That is what I kept saying. Then why'd you do it? It's not like you need the money. Things have not been the same since the Great War, Richard. Royalty isn't what it used to be. You guys should stick around. We're having dinner soon, and the craft service guys are making some great tri-tip steak. Ooh, I do like the tri-tip. Calm down, Dickie. We need your help, Moon. Absolutely, partner. What can I do for you? Stop calling me partner, for one. We need to find Fortunato. You went to all this effort to get in here, and now you're leaving. This was just a pit stop. Once we've rested and gotten Dickie some pants... Yes, please. We'll be heading back out. All right, all right. I'll help you. But I'm going to need a favor from you. Oh, really? Since you're crazy enough to go back out there, I need you to find someone for me. Who? A wrestler. A wrestler? Yes. Ever heard of the Wendigo? Can't say that I have. He's a Canadian wrestler. Superstar up north. A Canadian? Well, of course we haven't heard of him. Americans are lucky to even remember there's another country up there. Broughton? Fellas! Fellas! Look... Paramount was all set to make him a film star. They had him flown down here, and we're going to put him into a movie. A vehicle, as we call it. A wrestling picture? Hmm. Could be a pip. Well, would have been if they had ever gotten the script done. While they waited, the studio heads had him holed up in a hotel down by Gilmore Island. Let me guess, he was kidnapped by the Mexicans? (gasps) Worse, actually. They knew who he was and have been forcing him to participate in exhibition matches for the sick pleasure. Luchadores. How dreadful. Yes, so tell you what. You go rescue our Canuck friend, and we'll find out where Fortunato is while you're gone. What do you say, partner? What's in it for you, Moon? Why, Sully, how could you think... Moon! Fine. I've got a movie going international next month, and I... Well, I could really use some positive press up north. Figured as much. Fine, we'll do it. We just need to sneak out again. Not dressed like that, you aren't. Anita! Yeah, boss? Take our guests down to wardrobe and make them more Mexican. You got it, boss. <laughs> Time to take a breather while we break for commercial interruption. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to have my husband with snowy, snowy skin. And if you live down here in the south, the summers are a problem. But the husbands just don't like to use those frilly, frilly parasols. So I found the thing for you to buy for your husband. A manly man parasol. Now, honey, you said you'd try it just this once. I don't want to sleep on the couch anymore. Show me the parasol. The parasols come in black manly man, blue manly man, maroon manly man, and the best, plaid manly man. Wait, you got plaid manly man? Oh, yes. Plaid manly man. Are you carrying a, an umbrella? No, man. It, it's a it's a manly man parasol. What the hell's a parasol? Is that like a can? No, it's, it's something too manly. You gotta get one. 
I want to be manly. Of course you do. Who doesn't? Do they have them in plaid? You better hurry. I think they almost sold out. Well, point me in the right direction. Manly Men Parasols. Now available at Sears and Roebuck and Woolworths. Do they come in arch nemesis? And now, back to Tales of the Extraordinary. I look ridiculous. Not at all. Contessa, tell them what you think. Oh, it's... There is no way we will pass for Mexican. Why? Sombreros? Check. Poncho? Check. Oversized handlebar mustaches? Check. You look like a Mexican to me. That's the problem. We, we look like bad Hollywood versions of Mexicans. Well, luckily, they disguised the monkey, too. <laughs> we look pretty good next to this short, hairy caballero. So, which way is the exit, Moon? And please don't say it involves hockey straps again. I will show you the side entrance. Aren't we surrounded by hordes of soldiers? <laughs> Don't worry, Randolph will distract us. Oh, really? Trust me, partner. Where are you going, Moon? I've got to get ready for my performance. Ladies? <gasps> to the walls! Make up! Coming, boss! Good luck, fellas. See you soon. He's a loon. I agree. Follow me. It's this way. So what? We're just going to slip out the back while Moon distracts the Mexicans? Yes. That sounds too easy. Randolph has an effect on people. Also, he's quite popular in Mexico. They call him Don Juan de Luna. They've been clamoring for him to make an appearance. It's quite silly. Not a fan, huh? I am bored easily. I was about to return east when this invasion occurred, but even that excitement won't off. Oh, here we are. That's a pretty small door. <laughs> Not for your monkey. How do we know it's safe to leave? Mexicans, Mexicans of, of the, the city. city. Oh, no. Lay, Lay down, down your, your arms. arms. What is that fool doing? What he does best. There he is, on top of the walls. Look. Kill the spotlights. Is he crazy? He'll be shot. Yes, yes. It's me. Can't we all just get along? We're not, We're not so, so different, different, you and I. We have, we the, have the same, same desires. desires. You want you freedom? Want freedom? <laughs> you, you want, want happiness? happiness. Yeah! And of course, of course you want, want love. love. Then let's, let's stop, stop our fighting, fighting amigos. amigos. All right, they sound pretty distracted. Let's for Moose. <laughs> right behind you. Please, Richard, take me with you. What? Do not leave me here with Randolph and his syncophants. I yearn for stimulation, for excitement. Uh, I don't know. No way, ma'am. Return to your homes. The past is the past. We need to look to the future, amigos. I'm sure you're a tough Sheba, Missy, but now is not the time for a thrill ride, okay? You dare? Richard, will you let this man talk to me like so? Well, he does have a point, my dear. Besides, you don't exactly blend with the scenery. And you three cartoon characters do. Touche. We don't have time for this. Moon can't keep this up for long. That's what Vesper tells me. Rotten. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. My dearest Contessa, I shan't forget all you've done for us. We shall return and discuss this further. Stronzante. Bless you. Come on. <laughs> if my, my words, words will not move you, let's, let's unite, unite with the, with power, the power of song. song. 
La cucaracha, la cucaracha, oh cucaracha. Well, that was easy. Aye, too easy. What's that supposed to mean? Nothing, I was just being dramatic. Well, don't be, you'll scare Gatsby. We'd best pull over and scout ahead. Fairfax isn't too much further, and I'd rather not draw any attention to ourselves. Any more than we already do, you mean. No one's gonna think we're actual Mexicans. There. Come on, Gats, we're going for a walk. (laughs) What? No, I haven't got any booze. You're gonna have to wait. Come on now. Well, that's just plain offensive. And you're not even rich, you four flusher. I'm the one who has to. Excuse me. Can we try actually sneaking in for a change? Oh, you're one to talk. <laughs> yes, he has. It's been a long two months. Oh, stop that! You can't possibly understand that ape's guttural gibberish. You're just having a good laugh on my. What's that sound? Broughton! I, I, I think he's, he's out cold. What the hell was that? What is it, boy? A, a baseball? But how? Hold it right there, muchacho. Who? Not a word out of you, Mexican, or Johnny Strike's own Simon's gonna whip you on both sides of the ball with my slugger. Me and the boys are taking this town back from you, hombres, one game at a time. And the Strike Zone always brings 110%. <laughs> Down and out at Third and Fairfax for our heroes. Randolph besieged by a foreign army and Sullivan at the mercy of a deranged baseball-wielding vigilante. But they still got one game left in them. Or two. Tune in next week here live at the spot in Culver City, streaming live on the interwebs through www.ustream.tv or through your trusty podcast subscription as we bring you episode three of Mexico Strikes Back. Only on Tales of the Extraordinary!